No, I'm not the one one, but I'ma fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. Spit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough of this. Real still here, good. get this dick, girl. That was that was a great Patreon. Yeah, it was a great Patreon. That was a good episode. If if you have not signed up for the Patreon, you guys are missing out. We talked about uh, nuclear wars. We talked about Biden's uh, his his uh, executive order, which I had trouble saying it. It's weird. Yeah, um, we 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 talked about things that we can't talk <laughs> about on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, our, our, our YouTube is still... We're still in YouTube jail. We're in YouTube jail because everyone on YouTube is is a, is a bunch of... Uh, Homos. Yeah. Bunch of mos. You, you, have, you have bleeping capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> everyone on YouTube is a fucking fag, so... <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny. Well, like, like, YouTube, they usually listen to the, the algorithm... Really, like the first two minutes, if you say anything about the V word, it's funny we said faggot, but we can't say the V word. I'm sure they'll take this one down. This one's the V word. The V word is the injection of. Oh right. Yeah, it's <coughs> it's the 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 um the uh, foreign virus of unknown origin and name. Yes. Yeah, the the thing that's um it's kind of messing people up right now, and that's that's it's a fact, dude. I thought I had. I'm pretty sure me and Vanessa had fucking uh, uh COVID. Ah. Uh, last like all last week, but it was like this low grade COVID where we just felt it's, like it's lethargic so, and yeah. weird. I think I had that too. I, I I had it for like half a day. I don't know. I might have been hangover. I, I don't know. Pretty fortified, dude. I've had. I'm I'm gonna call last week COVID. That's my third time. So, I mean, my immune system is insane right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we, we still had that pure blood. Like, I'm... I'm I, I, pure blood. Yeah. I'm That's be, right. I'm going to be selling my sperm to, to like, someone that wants a, a, the pure sperm because the people with, with the V word, they're, they're going to find out this shit's kind of fucked up. And and we're, we're, we're like the last of them. So... Yeah. So, ho- hopefully... Um, Here's to here's to being a pure blood. A pure blood, pure sperm, pure blood. <laughs> but I mean, they could just enslave us, and they could just be like, "Well, we're gonna have this thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be like milking a cow, but it's gonna be taking your sperm." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, you have the pure sperm." So I mean, if I can get some like, if I can get like a house out of it, I'll be fine with it. Like if they just give me a new house, like I, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, we can either be the slaves or we mm-hmm. can live underground. I think I, I think I would like to stay in my house, and then they're just gonna yeah. force me to do things. Like we're already doing that, right? We're literally already doing that, and I'd rather get paid to, get paid to jerk off than fucking uh, cut people's hair all day. <laughs> yeah, stay in if your I had house. A choice, you know. Uh, the milker is coming in on Tuesday. Yeah. At 1 p.m., which is not convenient. That's your whole day. Can't do anything else. 1 p.m., like, I've already jerked off, like, twice. Yeah. And then, like... Three times if it's my day off. It's... it's you, you can't have plans. You're like, 1 o'clock, that's my whole day. So, like, you can't do anything in the morning because you're like, I, 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 the milker is coming at 1. But then you can't... Then after that, you're, like, kind of tired. So, that your whole your whole day is shot just because the milker's here. It sucks. Yeah. Or we're already living in that world. It's already in my head. But yeah, 
So welcome back to the Comment Podcast, Hello. where we we fully support uh, YouTube. We fully support our ov- overlords. Uh. <laughs> uh, Klaus Schwab looking sexy in his uh, um, in in his uh, bikini that he was wearing on the beach. In those jeans, <laughs> we're gonna get pulled off because I fucking. Sang a song that I don't know. The <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that gets us taken off. That happens sometimes. Genuine just took you down. Oh man, yeah, that's oh. genuine did me dirty. But he needs he needs money. I heard what was it? Somebody was humming. I don't know if it's true. I don't know. Some I heard. I heard somebody was humming the fucking Star Wars like um, theme song. Yeah, like they hummed it on their YouTube channel, and they fucking got a copyright strike. Man, go to to Rumble. Go to Rumble. Go to Rumble. Rumble. We're 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 getting a little steam. Yeah. Some guy some guy called us faggots on there. I saw a comment like this comment's full of faggots. I was like, okay. So some guy in the Rumble comment called us faggots. Yeah, I was like, that's not very nice. Most we don't get a lot of uh, angry kind of comments, but that didn't. There was no context to it. I don't remember which episode it was on. I was like, really. Well, tell me he can come down to fucking Texas and I'll have sex with his ass. Yeah, we'll rape you to death. Yeah, I mean, if he, I mean, consent may vary. Yeah. My dude. Yeah, well, there won't be any consent. Oh. This is, this this is full on rape. All my thugs in the fucking comment section of Rumble. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a different, it's a different breed. I think there. he just wants to be our, like, friend. He, he thinks that we're going to. Invite him out to Texas, take him out for barbecue, like hang out with him, be his friend. Like, yeah. I think he just wants to. Can I shoot guns with you? I'm, he's I'm like, you, can we go to the fucking range together and hang out? It's like, no, you can't hang out with us, dude. No. That's, that. You don't get to <laughs> hang out with us. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the Comment Podcast. We're an alt history podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sean. And alongside me is, as always, Adam Hester. What's going on? Hello. Um, what's going on? It's How much, bro? Just, you know, doing skeleton factory shit. And yeah. Waiting for fucking nanobots to be injected in my nutsack and make my pure sperm into toxic Fuck. waste. Fuck yeah. We, we're over here. We got our got our new camera set up. We, we're back up and running. We were, we were recording the other episodes with our phone. Now now we got an actual, like, mirrorless cannon. So it's, it, I mean, we're top notch. Yeah. Um, have, we're still trying to figure out how to get it to go for, uh, to record endlessly without having to buy an expensive monitor, but we're, we're, we're still figuring that out, but we're, we're almost there. That's all technical stuff. People don't need, people yeah. don't need to know about that. Yeah. We, but we, we got a, we got a good episode, a, a really weird one. I wrote this one and I'm, <laughs> it was it was uh it was a strange one. When every time I get into aliens, I'm like, are we sure we want to talk about this? But it's people like aliens. People have been requesting aliens. Yeah, we talk about aliens, so we're we're gonna talk about aliens. Yeah, so much like the the cult of Saturn episode, it's one of those weird episodes that strange. They they do very well. So <laughs> every time we go into these really weird like. Because usually, like the stuff we talk about, it's it's going to be about like actual like people that are running the world that you can prove or you could look at documents, whatever. This one isn't. This has some things that have documents, but a lot of it's like a guy 
just saying it's conjecture as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So just asking you, I'm not telling you to believe in aliens or whatever. We're going to present some information to you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can choose your level of, uh, you know, wh- you know, how valid you think it is. That's up to you. Yeah. I'm just putting that no out judgment. There. We're just, we're just want to share something meaningful with you. This is like these conversations you have late at late at night with your friends. You're out all night and then you're like, did you, did you hear about this guy? How he got, how he would, he would work on alien. Like it's one of those things. This is like the type of stories where you're like, what if this is real? That, that, that's kind of like how, what I was thinking about when I was writing this, like, what if this was fucking real? How wild would that be? But um, yeah, so I want to I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Matt Shapes. So he was he was the one that he really I, I told him I was like, hey, we're finally doing your episode because he's been talking about this. He's like, this is Shapes' episode. Yeah, this is this is a Shape episode. Tight. Also, one of our original listeners, like he's been in before we're putting an episode where I was just putting when we we're kind of stacking episodes. And we were going to release like a bunch of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I would just make clips on YouTube and put them out. And he was just like, when's the, when's the show coming out? When's the show coming out? So big, big shout out. One, one of the, the OGs. But, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Matt Shapes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so shout out to him. Shout out. But this episode is about a man named Dan Burish. So really big in the UFO community. He was he allegedly worked at Area Fifty One and S Four and operated on uh, this being called a J Rod. That was his name. So he forged this relationship with this alien. It was like a he looks like a gray alien. Apparently, they have the these pictures of this thing. It's like it's he was Burish was he was he was a scientist. So the the whole theory of like oh we had. Like uh, what's his name that um, that was on Rogan that 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 Bob Lazar? Yeah, Bob Lazar. Did he did he work at the same place as Bob Lazar? Yeah, Bob Lazar was at S four also. Were they there at the same time? They might. There was that story about Bob Lazar where he said he walked by a room and he thought he saw a great alien, but he didn't like. He was like, I don't know, I might have been seeing things. So like he 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 thinks he saw something there. He was more with UFOs. And this guy is more, because Bob Lazar was like an engineer, mm-hmm. and this guy is a microbiologist, so he would actually work on the these beings <clears throat> that apparently were were yeah were aliens or time travelers, whatever. Hmm. So yeah, that seems like a weird thing to compartmentalize. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. That's one of those things that kind of brings some doubt because if you're studying the if you're studying the body of an alien, mm-hmm. like, and you're like, hmm, they're filled with fucking radiation, but the radiation doesn't seem to have been the thing that killed it, mm-hmm. or maybe they're immune to radiation, but they can hold radiation in their body. For instance, it's like if somebody who was working on the UFO, like Bob Lazar, and he'd be like, oh, it's because there's this fucking flux capacitor that just fucking emits high doses of radiation and that makes their fucking UFO Mm -hmm. propel or, you know what I mean? Like some show, like you would have to have multiple people working on everything to kind of like sit in a room and discuss. Yeah. 
because it's like, what do you do? Just study a fucking alien body and not cross reference all the information. Like, do you really compartmentalize that hard? Yeah. He, it was so Burish, he would work on these things because I think the word I'm looking for is forensics. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Cause you know, if, if they crashed in a fucking, they're like, here's an alien body and it's torn to shit. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, well, how did it end up like this? Like, mm-hmm. did it crash in its ship? Did it fucking get shot by another alien with a fucking, like, alien shotgun? Like, well, they, someone would, somebody along the chain would be some type of forensic person be like, what happened to this thing? Yeah, right. well, the they, so, with, according to to what, because a, a lot of, so, a lot of this information is actually from Dan Burish. He did, he loved going in interviews and talking about shit like that, mm-hmm. like this. He was like one of the original, he was like the whistleblower of S4. Is, he, is he like pre-Bob Lazar? Yeah. No shit. I think, I think so. He's like really big in the UFO community, but a lot of people were like, oh, he's full of shit. And some people were like, oh no, this guy's legit. Or some people just think he's just crazy. But mm. what he said was when these things would get here, when they would find them, because there was like some kind of treaty where they would trade, they would trade people for these uh, aliens or greys. So they they had this treat, but every time they would come here, they would have like some kind of like neurological issue with their nerves. So they would take these this tissue and they would examine it, and they would they they would try to like cure these things, and that's what his job was. So he was on a team of of other scientists. Yeah. And there's also this, these high, very high level scientists around the world call the Majestic 12 or the MJ 12 is where he, he worked through. And this was put together allegedly by uh, President Truman in 1947. And this was to facilitate like the recovery and investigation of aliens and, and alien spacecrafts. So yeah, look into Majestic 12. It, it's, there's no there's no real proof it existed. It's just gone around in the UFO slash alien community. So so take it for what it is. Like I said, suspend your belief. Just just assume everything I say is true right now, and just fucking just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. So these, so like I was saying, these these uh, these beings were suffering from a debilitating medical condition that affected their nerves. Part of this work involved taking physical tissues, physical tissues from from the this guy, this alien. His, J Rod, so yeah, I was trying to figure out like why do they call him J Rod. I guess that's the name he would go by because he forged a relationship with this alien that he worked with for like two years. So this was actually its name. Yeah, I oh. think it's it was, it's hard to find what where. I'm assuming it's some sort of phonetic. Like, yeah. Did they, did they have a language or did they communicate telepathically? I think they had a, a language. Okay. I, did, I didn't get too far so into the, the sound language. they make sound like J-Rod. Yeah, but they can communicate um, telepathically, which he did. Uh, they, they did to Dan Burish, like a pretty serious one that put him in a coma for like, I think, weeks. I mean, I can see why people would be a little skeptical of him as opposed to Bob Lazar's. Bob's, Bob Lazar's story is so like, like I saw ships. Yeah, I didn't talk to alien. Like he doesn't 
claimed that he talked to aliens. He claims that he saw alien technology. Yeah, and what what makes Babazar legit is that element that he knew about, which was years before anyone knew what it was. Yeah, like it 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 you couldn't it, you couldn't have it, it. It wasn't natural on Earth or something like that. It's it's something like that where you have to kind of create it. it. It's not natural here. And it, it's it falls apart. I don't remember. It's it's something I don't really understand. But basically, that that's like the most legit thing about him was I think it's like element like one fifteen or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's what makes him legit. But um, as far as um, Dan Burish, he was he he talks about uh just his interviews about like talking to this thing and he knew a lot of high level shit um uh he was a whistleblower but you they couldn't you couldn't really kill this guy because he's such a high level dude so they just kept scrambling his brain they would take him to these facilities which even makes it even more less legit you know what i mean yeah um but yeah so part of his this work uh he he would uh he would have this alien J Rod, and they would go below like so. S four was underground; it's deep underground, and uh, um, so they they had to go into this clean sphere to like be with this this being, and that's where they would operate on this. Like it had like because just to like form like a- atmospheric needs and all that because they don't they can't really live on Earth. They have to have they have to create like a it, um. They had to create this House, fake. low income housing and welfare. Yeah. I yeah. mean, his name is J Rod. He's either black or Mexican. Mm. Um, mostly Mexican because Rod. Or he's like a really gnarly white trash dude. <laughs> yeah. And he wears a do rag. Yeah. He looks like Riff Raff. Yeah. <laughs> his gold teeth. Uh, yeah. So Bierce began, he became forging this relationship with this, this alien he was working on. He began to communicate with it. He learned that this alien was more of a time traveler th- than they were. Um, he was a time traveler, wasn't really a space traveler. So let me kind of explain what that means. So this thing, and, and I've, um, there's been two different versions of the story. One version is this thing is from like 15 light years away. But then the other story is this being is from 45,000 years in the future. And he's, he's, um, he's what the humans look like then or, or in the future. And he's coming back cause he, he's How tra- many years, 45,000 years in the future. So this being starts telling him like the, that about the world ending and like talks about how the mantle of the earth's core is starting to fall apart at this time. And they go in the past to try to fix things. Well, see, yeah. that's, that's how you know the story bullshit because mm-hmm. earth's flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mantle, son. Mantle. There's no mantle. Where's? You, what are you gonna tell me next? There's a core. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So. So that the, the it's so the the two versions of it, but he this J Rod was just telling him like this. This is what happens, and he, he kind of tells him like what what really happens. Um. But yeah. But getting into the technology of time travel. It was uh, there, there was this project that Burish was allegedly a part of that was called Project Looking Glass. 
This project involved uh, back-engineered extraterrestrial device originally designed to be a portal opening mechanism for Stargate-type travel, which has has the capacity to bend time and space so that events over the forward and rear event horizons could be viewed. When it's paired up with second uh, with a second device using the settings, events can not only be viewed but he- heard and more. This device was also being tested for communications protocols, transportations, applications as recently as 2003-2004 before being dismantled for safety reasons. So this right here kind of sounds like what we were talking about on the Cult of Saturn episode. Mm-hmm. So, like where we we're talking about the Large Hadron Collider for, for CERN, where they would uh, there was this portal that they created. So they they apparently there's multiple portals like CERN, but the one in CERN is the most powerful one that that on the planet. Portal. So yeah. so, so time traveling. Yeah. Portal. Okay. Stargate. So, so that's that's interesting. If you could have, if you can mess with time. Mm-hmm. You could create something that's kind of finite mm-hmm. and kind of make it last forever if you're just moving it around times. And I found this, I found this thing from about Element One Fifteen. Yeah, there it is, Element One Fifteen um, from a, a company called Intech Bearing Incorporated. It's got an A plus rating by the Better, Better Business Bureau. Oh, good for them. What the? Fuck? I don't even understand what this fucking company is. Looks like they sell like industrial machinery parts but there's like this this whole thing it's uh the article is called uh i'll just read it real quick it's called element 115 the infamous alien element mentioned by bob lazar over a decade ago is added to the periodic table with atomic numbers of 113 115 117 and 118 the international union of pure applied chemistry uh, the IUPAC announced the addition of these four elements to the periodic table, but one of them, element 115, was already announced in 1989 when Bob Lazar, famous Area 51 whistleblower, revealed to the public that the UFO, the UFOs possessed by the government were powered by a mysterious element 115. Of course, at the time, the claims made by Lazar were tagged as absurd as the scientific community had no knowledge of element 115. In 2003, his statement gained more credibility when a group of Russian scientists managed to create the elusive element, and now, 12 years after that achievement, the discovery of element 115 was finally confirmed after numerous tests, were, which verified its existence. However, the scientific version of element 115 drastically differs from what Lazar has described over the years, since, according to reports, the element decays in less than a second and cannot be utilized for anything. Mm-hmm. So, but if you have time portals, yeah, that's a good point. One second don't mean shit. Like they're like, you can just make one second last forever. It's basically like, like interstellar. Remember how he would, he could, um, well, he goes if, there's in that no, if there's no time, then nothing decays in one second. Yeah. You, you can, you can just, basically freeze time. Yeah. And that thing just exists. Yeah. You go into that tesseract and like, you can just walk around and cause if you can just matter. live forever and never age, yeah. then you can make element one fifteen, and it'll never die. No, it'll just exist. Yeah. It's a, that, while not that, existing simultaneously. So it's, I'm a, I'm a doctor and a scientist. I don't know if the people out there know that. Yeah. I mean, you sound like one. I sound sounds, like one. Sounds great. Yeah. I, it, and for YouTube, I'm not a doctor or a scientist. This is just information that exists on the internet. And I'm 
nor myself or Sean or the Conman podcast is uh, verifying anything on this uh, show is truthful, scientifically accurate, or uh, everything is for satire and comedic purposes only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So don't try to remove. It's our, already it's our, already too late. Videos. It's because we late. know where you live. <laughs> it's, but yeah, I mean, your 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 scientists are now taking like the the scientists of the future are all taking these classes online so that that's that's the future of the world is someone is just they're taking a dump and taking these classes at yeah, the same time yeah you gotta trust a scientist who got an online degree fuck yeah, out of here i don't trust that shit yeah i'm gonna go work at s4 after i go to devry that, that's like if your dentist got their fucking shit online that's Would terrifying trust- everything's terrifying about this i got a root canal <laughs> this morning yeah my dentist was amazing yeah. As soon as she walked in the room, she was like young uh, Persian woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And I can only see her eyes. She had fantastic eyebrows and, and like they and always do hypnotic eyes. Yeah. And pff, they numbed the fuck out of me. Did their fucking. I fell asleep. Yeah. I was listening to this interview with Mark Chopper Reed mm-hmm. in my fucking ears. And I, I fell asleep while getting a fucking root canal. Sensational. Wow. But yeah, but I never thought but, to put the headphones on when they do that. Yeah, the, I mean, I brought them. They're like, you can put those on if you want. I was like, tight. And I, you know, but I don't want to hear drilling. That would freak me out. You, if you look at your fucking dentist degree on the wall and it said fucking, you know, de, like dentist.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck out of here, dude. I, I'm not letting you dig around my mouth with needles and hooks and shit. Yeah. You're also going to make up that I have a cavity or something. I'm like, like, the only hook I'm going to have in my mouth is a fucking fish hook. Yeah. Bitch. Getting a, getting a fucking rusty hook <laughs> from a large mustachioed man in a fucking bathhouse. Yeah. Like in the Dahmer Netflix series. <laughs> um. So, yeah. <laughs> I the, the Hadron Collider crew. So I was saying it creates a portal and that's project looking glass. Uh, that's how it works. So that, that's just, I mean, that's kind of my theory. I, I, I'm, I'm editorializing right there where I'm like, it's, there's more than one. And I mean, there's people that have said that there's one at, at, in Egypt, there's one in where Switzerland, where the, where CERN is at and, like so there's there's multiple of them there there's portals and i think there's maybe there's something to the pyramids who knows that that makes that that's what makes sense to me so uh one day while while dan was working with one of the aliens or the j-rod it began to walk tr- directly towards him like this is like kind of like when he first started he was in there in that 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 little sphere thing with atmosphere this thing starts walking towards him, falls over in the, and J-Rod just jumps on top of him. And then, like, the other scientists kind of, like, run in there. But, like, he's on top of him. And then he starts doing this thing called a brain meld. And the brain meld is... Like, like Spock? He does the Vulcan mind meld? Yeah. <laughs> so he downloads a bunch of, like, stuff about his people and... And just the history, I'm telling you, is wild shit that he, he knows all kung said. fu now. Yeah, <laughs> like in the Matrix. Is that what you're saying? But he, so all this information goes into his head. Alien kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> he gets something like, "Where'd you learn that from?" Yeah, like, he downloaded a bunch of fucking information. I got my black belt online at aliankungfu.com, <laughs> along with my dental degree. Yeah. So, or, um, hmm. yeah. So. 
the so he downloads this vast amount of information to Beerish's brain. Beerish went unconscious and had to be taken to a hospital where he was in a coma for several days. So he was in there for like over a week. And uh, so one of the things is uh, yeah. So Beerish he never real revealed like the information that was put into his brain, but he became like really obsessed with like the space programs and what NASA was doing. He found. So he found these strange surfaces on Mars mm-hmm. that were, he said there was anomalies in the pictures and he was able to find like faces in like mountains. I don't know if you ever seen these like pictures on like the faces on the moon. Y- yeah. But he found some on, on Mars and apparently there, there used to be an old civilization and he called the Inca city, uh, Mars. Oh, like, uh, like pyramids on the moon. Y- yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. The idea of structures that are on the moon mm-hmm. is interesting to me. Um, the face that face that's on the moon. Uh, I don't, I think, um, I don't think that's real. I think that's just, a, I think that's us seeing patterns. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. the light happened to hit some mounds of dirt on the moon and it looks like a face. And then we're like an alien made a human face on the moon. And it's like, no, yeah, well, like I don't. I believe that there's alien pyramids on the moon before I believe that there's a fucking face that they put there just to say hello. Yeah, because why wouldn't they? You know what? Here's another thing: crop circles, which are bullshit. Like, yeah, why don't there? Why aren't there crop circles on the fucking moon? If there was a crop circle on the moon, that'd mm. be insane. Yeah, that's insane. How would they do it? It's all rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You would you would have to get a whole bunch of fucking uh, little robots with what? like with like a piece of wood with rope in it because that's how they make crop circles. Take a piece, you take a flat piece of wood with a rope and you hold onto it and you just walk through the cornfield so that you make like. Is that how they do it? Yeah. So if you want to make a perfect three foot mm-hmm. line through a fucking cornfield, it's like you got to have a piece of wood and you basically just stomp, walk, and stomp it down. Pick the board back up, walk, and stop it down, and you can make a design. That makes sense because it's a that's a that's, that's why a, cry no crop circles are bullshit. Yeah, because they they don't exist anywhere else. They don't exist on any other fucking planet, mm-hmm. planetoid, moon, nowhere. They look cool though. They look cool as shit. Yeah, like when you see the, when you see like the air the aerial type of shot of it, you're yeah. like whoa. Where it says like fuck Joe Biden on it. And shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever see those? Yeah, like weird political ones. It says like, Trump 2024. Like, oh, I didn't know the aliens hated Joe Biden too. That's why like aliens are based as fuck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he so he talks about these kind of uh, images on Mars, and of course NASA denies it because they're like, oh, that that's not real. It's all bullshit. But um, but yeah, so they denied it, and. Burish is just this guy that's like a, a whistleblower. He's this whistleblower for like S four in Area fifty one, and it, it didn't make people happy. He he tried to go it, and testify in front of Congress. The MJ twelve, which I was talking about earlier, where they weren't happy with it. That with all this information he was putting out, apparently Burish was a really high member of the Majestic 12, and they couldn't just kill him off. Like I was saying, they would scramble his brain, mm-hmm. according to Dan Burish and some of his family members. Yeah. 
Burish befriended the, the J-Rod that downloaded all of his memories to him. Burish apparently used the Stargate device to get the alien back home. <laughs> of course he did. Let me ask you something. Just it, like E.T. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, E.T. got back on the ship and everyone mm. said goodbye. Yeah. And then the police shot him with a flashlight. Oh, yeah. They tried to kill the children with a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you know if Bob Lazar, has he ever mentioned this dude ever? I don't think so. Like, I, I imagine, at, especially now that he does, like, in, tons of interviews. Like Bob I, Lazar doesn't. I think he's only done, like, maybe. Well, I, actually, yeah. I think he, he did one with Larry King. Him and that other dude, that, like, hipster beard oh, guy. I hate that guy. Uh, Corbell? Yeah, I think Jeremy he, Corbell? Him, like, I think he. That guy annoys me. You just don't trust him. I don't. Looks, I don't trust him. No, I don't. He looks like a fucking uh, a Chad meme. Just the way he talks. Yeah. He looks like a mixologist bartender. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Wearing a fucking vest. Yeah. And a pocket watch. Twenty dollars for for old fashioned. Like the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love taking people to like fancy bars and then they just get super mad because it's expensive. Yeah. Which you can go to happy hour. I mean, I'd like a good old fashioned, but like you can only have one old fashioned. You can spend that money on food. I mean, how much do you want to drink? You know? Yeah. Uh, more than one old fashioned. I'm going to want to drink like three or four of them. At least. I mean, at this, at this point, we might have to have a fucking old fashioned because I'm feeling insane talking about aliens right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm telling you. These are like one of these. Crazy stories like the 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 beer story is fucking wild. The stories are like they're all through his interviews and some other like UFO kind of investigators. Yeah, again, crazy. Um, and I don't mean this shit on the UFO community. Like some some is legit. Like I the the Bob Lazar stuff. All the UFO stuff is very legit. I mean, also it's like at this point, like. So much of UFO sightings throughout the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. um, or even the 70s, mm-hmm. it's like we've it's like, didn't we just realize later that that shit was just like stealth bombers and fucking like military aircraft? Yeah, I you know, it's I like, went to a like this where they now most UFOs is just military aircraft. That's experimental. That's basically what it is. It's like the what it was in World War II was the Foo Fighters, where they would uh, um, their their UFOs they 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 still haven't been explained to this day. They're just like these things that would follow. They 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 were fast enough to follow some of these jets mm-hmm. in World War II or whatever they had. They had jets in World War II, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they would just call them Foo Fighters, and now they go to UFOs, the UAPs, but um. I mean, I, I was at this like this drone class where like they like where these guys for Hayes City, which is outside of Austin, mm-hmm. and they show you like all these different drones that the that the local government uses and the federal government uses, like 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 ICE and shit like that. Like yeah, those, yeah, like j- like this is how they when there's a big fire, this is how they they can they can fly these drones and see if there's people in there and tell what what's going on and even like like uh immigration stuff, like so all this stuff. And he he has they had this one that they flew it was really small and it's really fast and he was just like, "Oh, does not look like a UFO." And I looked at it, I was like, "No. 
that's not that fast. <laughs> yeah. But he was like trying to say like, see, this is us debunking UFOs. Like, no, it's not. It's not even close to as fast as the ones you saw. Um, the, the ones in like, um, off the coast of California and San Diego, like that thing was way faster. Well, well, let me ask him. Did you see the movie? Nope. The Jordan Peele film? No, I heard it was awful though. I mean, it's not my favorite Jordan Peele movie, but mm-hmm. Jordan Peele is he? He's going to end up being the next uh, M Night Shyamalan. I was just going to say that, yeah, which I, mean, I don't think is entirely a bad thing because both those guys have interesting concepts for things. It's just yeah. their execution in a film is kind of like, eh. like, mm-hmm. but in Nope, there's a uh, an alien. There's a spaceship. Mm-hmm. That's sort of huddling around this like valley that's kind of like out in the cut in fucking California. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like this horse ranch out there. And you find out later in the movie, uh, spoilers. I don't do I don't do spoilers on Skeleton <laughs> Factory. I just tell everybody exactly the entire story. <laughs> you know what story. you're here for. Yeah. So when I say spoilers, I feel like a douche. No, um, but basically the spaceship is not controlled by aliens. The ship is an alien. Mm. At the end of the movie, the ship kind of like disassembles and it's like this, it looks like this kind of like sea creature almost. And it's like, actually a living thing. It's like a, it's kind of like a, something across like Voltron. It's, it's like, it's almost like a, like a, like a, like a plant mixed with like some sort of like seaweed mm-hmm. insects looking thing. And, um, oh, is it mother nature? Don't tell me it's mother nature. No, no, it's. It's just, but I thought the concept of like you have a UFO mm-hmm. was actually a living thing and not an actual ship that the that an alien would have to fly. In. I'm like, that's going to be the future of UFO sightings, or people are going to think that the ships themselves are actually mm-hmm. a living thing, and like they just happen to be disc shape. I think that's what's going to that, happen in see, the that's future. What, so they said. So was this thing terrestrial? Was it like? from the planet or is it like an actual no, alien it, it's, from- it, it's yeah it's from space oh, okay i was i thought it was like what, what was the m night Shyamalan movie where the, the earth was attacking its itself yeah like mark Wahlberg in it yeah that was the happening i hated that fucking movie it was so bad i knew yeah. what would it what there the big the big reveal i knew it like five minutes into it i was like oh it's mother nature attacking itself yeah, and then they're like, "Oh," and at the end, it's like, "Oh, it's Mother Nature." Time. I was like, "Yeah, I said that five minutes into the movie." I hated it. it. Sucked. That movie was awful. Makes me angry just talking about it. Yeah. And everyone's telling me like, "Oh, have you seen it? It's so great." You're like, "No, it's not. That movie is not it's, good." It's it's not great, um, but it's but it has concepts in it that are really good. Uh, M Night Shyamalan was actually they were to get a mm-hmm. reboot to Tales from the Dark. No, uh, Tales from the Tales Crypt. From the Crypt? No. And he was gonna be the showrunner on it, which I think if you do like an anthology episode where maybe you have like one or two mm-hmm. stories inside of one episode, something like that. I think M night Shyamalan would be really good in short bursts. Yeah. That's a but, good point. But two He's hour good. movie is just like, it's it too falls much apart. Yeah. Like, but if you gave him like one hour, I think he could crush one hour. Yeah. Because our, I would say like an hour out of M night Shyamalan movies is good. Mm-hmm. And then it's that extra hour. To make like a lot of filler, he's like he, he just is, overthinks his filler and nonsense, and and it's just not that great. Yeah, and then he p- always puts himself in his movies because he thinks he's Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, well, uh, it's like a lot of people do that. Like um, Quentin Tarantino does it, which is pretty funny that he he put himself in. What was that vampire movie back in the From day? Death Till Dawn. Yeah, and he 
he wrote himself into the movie yeah. to suck on Salma Hayek's feet, which is hilarious because he has a toe fetish. Like, <laughs> what a fucking creep. Yeah. He's like, you got to, sorry, you got to put your feet in my mouth. Yeah. I know it has nothing to do with the movie, but. There's some wonderful, like, super cuts of, like, Tarantino's foot fetish, like, clips from all of his movies, like, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And it's, you're just like, oh, my God, he does have a foot. It's in every one of his yeah, movies. Yeah, I know, I know, I used to work with a girl that uh, worked. At, at a restaurant in town that messed around with Quentin Tarantino and she was like, yeah, he has this weird foot fetish. It's fucking weird. Except Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. To my, There's like no feet in Reservoir Dogs. No, I don't remember anything on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, fucking creep. Makes, I like Tarantino movies. I don't know how you feel about them, but I, I'm, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, I, I a lot yeah. of movie guys don't like them for some reason, but I I like them because they're different and they're fun. The music, so I, I like movies with a good score in them. People like him. People don't like him for a variety of reasons, but the main reasons are one, um, they're just jealous, and mm-hmm. then the other reason is they don't like that he borrows so many things mm-hmm. from other movie. But that's sort of his thing. Like he's not pretending that. He invented, you know, putting yeah. in fucking seventies music or Ennio Morricone scores or fucking mm-hmm. completely like ripping off the exact framing of a certain shot or whatever. It's like he knows he's doing it and he's mm-hmm. very open about it. He's that's his whole thing is he makes collages yeah. of things that he likes for movies and then makes them into a movie and puts them out. Yeah. Because those things are, he thinks are great and they're usually great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I don't like all of his movies. I think, I think all of his movies are generally pretty good. Yeah. Some of them are great, but um, I don't know. I think there's been a, a little bit of a decline in the past. Yeah. Uh, decade. Yeah. But that's my, that's my opinion. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, I mean, well, back to the show. <laughs> so, let's prepare, I mean, let's pretend that he is telling the truth, Dan Burish. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that Burish and his team of scientists were working on is thing called the Ganesh particle, which is, it's actually, like, pretty cool. Like, this, this thing, this project was called Project Lotus. The particle was supposed to slow down the aging process and was rumored that it could keep someone alive for centuries. So, like. I mean, we, we talked this before the show, but, like, a lot of these, like, rich, uh, like, wealthy people are obsessed with, like, living for for basically forever. Like, they don't want to die. I mean, no one does, but... Yeah, it's more love. Ray Kurzweil singularity shit. Yeah, exactly. Because Ray Kurzweil is literally like, I will live to be 200. Yeah. And, the, and then Google cuts him a check for God knows how much money. <laughs> it's an ugly motherfucker. Uh, so, yeah, it's so... Dan Burish says the Lotus project involves studies of what is called a Ganesh particle, which is capable of repaired damaged cells. The Ganesh particle itself, which gives off light has characteristics of being a living intelligence. So yeah, he was into these, like a bunch of these really weird projects that do go around in this conspiracy world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, this is why, we're talking about it. I mean, aliens, UFOs. You're talking about time travel, and then you're talking about uh, the the portals. And you and what we're about to get into is uh, depopulation, which is a theme lately with this show. 
Uh, Dan Burish was also ready to testify before Congress about the government's involvement in designer viruses. <laughs> Burish was allegedly aware of an extinction level event or an ELE. This event is suppo- supposed to destroy 90% of the human population. That number comes up a lot. Yeah. Just think of Agenda 21. Agenda 21 is a global initiative by the United Nations to reduce the population by 90%. We did an episode about this before. Um, just go back. It's uh, It talks about this this, this UN um, proposal of how to reduce the population by 90%. Uh, yeah. Um, so he says some implications of these projects are of such grave n- nature that we, the general world, human population, and know the entirety of the information contained within them. The result, the resultant re- reactions of portions of the present human population may very well from no reaction to potential panic. So yeah, he's right about that. If you start talking about this event that he knew about, this this event was apparently downloaded into his brain, but he never said what it actually was, mm-hmm. which makes me sound like it's bullshit because <laughs> i mean maybe it's so scary that he didn't want to tell anybody or they told him like if you tell if you tell everyone it's gonna it's gonna create like a it's gonna put a it's gonna mess up the whole matrix it like it puts a whatever in the matrix so yeah maybe maybe there's something with that and they're like if you do that that can cause even make it even worse and well, start it up does he know what is in his brain what they downloaded maybe he doesn't know what they downloaded and maybe what they downloaded changed his physical brain that maybe, too maybe that's part of the immortality of like you will never get <laughs> dementia yeah and your brain will always be like 20 mm-hmm. year old brain forever maybe that's what's getting downloaded from the alien technology yeah it is maybe that's part of the Maybe they realize that if you can download this, whatever it is, like maybe they don't even understand what it is. If you download it into your brain, it'll like preserve your brain. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, well, if they can do that with the brain, maybe we could do that with the body. Oof. So maybe eventually they can download something into your physical body to preserve your body. Yeah. Indefinitely. Oh, wow. So <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. Deep. I'm just theorizing. Yeah. The, the event which threatens to kill off 90% of the human population is apparently the driving rationale of why dis- disclosure of the extraterrestrial presence and associate information has not occurred. So this is why this this is what he thinks why they won't talk about these beings being here. According to an interview Burish had with longtime UFO researcher Bill Hamilton, this ELE is associated with some kind of convergent time timeline paradox where humanity splits in two after the ELE, and from this, two groups of extraterrestrials are involved. One is the Zeta uh, Reticulums, or this is where J-Rod's from. Uh, they are, uh, these are physically g- degenerated humans from the future. The others, the other types of aliens that are here are the Nordic looking humans from Orion who are descendants of humans able to survive the Aeoli in the future. So this is where it gets, I mean, all this stuff's wild stuff, but it's, this is like, we're getting into like more David Icke stuff where he, yeah. he talks about this kind of stuff. Uh, let me ask you, so that 90% number, mm-hmm. like how many other people are talking about that sort of like we need to depopulate 
by 90%. Like, how, is that like a World Economic Forum thing yeah, too? It's, it's a UN thing. Um, I know some, I mean, people that are involved with the World Economic Forum talk about the 90% number a lot. Uh, like world leaders talk about it. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of people that that it comes up a lot. It's kind of like the number thirty three when we, we talk about like the the highest level level of masonry, like Freemasonry. It's when Jesus died. Jesus died. Um, <laughs> it really is. Like thirty three yeah, yeah. is your Jesus year. A lot Which of if, people, you, if you think like uh, Jesus was just an allegory and not mm -hmm. like a real person, mm -hmm. maybe like that number has significance. Yeah. And why do we know the age he died? Like, why is that? I don't know why that, why that's significant. They, do uh, they, yeah, because they do actually mention, like, because he started, he started as, like, a minister. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They, whatever. I'm sure there's a better term. But he basically was, like, a minister mm -hmm. when he was, at like, 12 or something. Or even, like, 9. He was very young. So, basically, yeah. he's been all about preaching. He's been, like, Joel Osteen. Mm -hmm it up he was basically like christian fucking greta thunberg from like a young age and then at 33 they just whacked him yeah yeah he yeah he maybe he's maybe he's david koresh without like without banging like kids because david koresh is, was like kind of cool but if it wasn't for like all like the weird sexual stuff with him yeah he he just seems like a leader it was just like, oh, you, you're banging kids. That's, I mean, that, that that's where they should have drew the line. They're like, we got to get rid of this guy. He's he's kind of a David Koresh or Jesus, <laughs> both. <laughs> well, I think I, I don't. Well, no, it, I think no, David well, Rome was still a thing, so yeah. I don't think Rome had a problem if Jesus was fucking kids. Yeah, Jesus wasn't fucking anybody, according to him. He was just, he was he was pure as a driven snow, mm -hmm. and David Koresh was not. He's like. <laughs> It's just wild that he was just like taking these people's like wives or kids like they're 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 with me now they're just like okay oh, oh he's a good guy but uh anyways in the affidavit in a affidavit bureau states that there has been a treaty signed between the clandestine government authorities and the extraterrestrials in order to fully deal with the consequences of the forthcoming ele event that generates two separate branches of humanity in the future and he says, quote, you have also been a party during the negotiations of a treaty known as the TAU-9 conference for the preservation, the preservation of humanity between present human authorities and certain individuals representing themselves as extraterrestrial peoples with their origin alleged to you as the star constellations Reticulum and Orion, you have... You have had physical interactions with at least one such extraterrestrial. Uh, end quote. Burish and Deppler describe the Nordics as benevolent and very spiritual, which is very consistent with many uh, contracting reports that began in the early 1950s when they were like seeing these aliens and coming in communications with them. Again, a bunch of David Icke stuff. Yeah. Which David Icke stuff, like you, you can say what you want about him, but I think he's... He's been pretty consistent on all this stuff. David Icke's rad. Yeah, I love David Icke. He's great. Um, I was looking up some weird fucking like depopulation numbers, mm -hmm. and um, I don't think they're ever going to get the numbers very specifically dialed mm -hmm. in because people are going to keep fucking. Yeah. So you get kind of a general. I think they're kind of shooting for like a general uh, uh, depopulation number, but so 
basically eight if you got rid of there's eight billion people in mm-hmm. the world if you got rid of 90 percent of them that would leave 800 million people mm-hmm. so that's sort of like the working number we're going with right uh on the georgia guidestones it says humanity should maintain 500 million people mm. so it's a, a little less but but also the georgia guidestones were put up you know uh in 1980 so it's yeah they get a lot they could have adjusted the number also world economic forum uh this is a this is a this is a quote from some of their literature the population of canada western europe and the united states will be disseminated more rapidly than other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion of which 500 million will consist of chinese and japanese races selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. <laughs> That's, right Reuter. that. That's Reuters.com. Okay. YouTube. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't write that shit. <laughs> and it's, a, it's an article from June 29th, 2021. Probably studying cultures. <laughs> fact check depopulation quote has been misattributed to Klaus Schwab, but I'm like, someone said that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's this. <laughs> and this is, I mean, they've been talking like the, the Georgia Guidestones took their philosophy from the, the Club of Rome. So that I mean, they're all connected. All, also, like, I don't understand if you're just theorizing because people get paid like think tanks and shit like people get paid to just theorize. If someone was like a prominent figure and they're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, we need to get rid of, you know, 90 percent of the population. And we did the math and 800 million people. Mm hmm. Would be able to have, like, everyone would be able to have a house, land, clean drinking water for multiple generations. Yeah. Food, absolutely not a problem. We can go back to, everyone Everyone can have five gas-powered fucking cars. Electric, like, we'll have everything. And and maybe the proclivity for war would go down. Yeah. Because if you have less people, like, everyone has more space, so no one's fighting over territories and shit like that. You're so far away from each other. I can see people theorizing these type of things where it's like, okay, if there was an instance where we had to depopulate the population, it might not be that bad. But also, people who think that way... uh, They're the ones that are going to survive. They're the ones (laughs) that shoot themselves in a bunker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But these people that are are trying to start this new world, like, the, the new world are going to be these very wealthy people that have power. So the people that are going to be killing off are people like me and you. Yeah. So uh, they, it's going to be. And, and, and like, you know, things like hoarding resources and stuff. It's like, it's one thing to just own all the resources, mm-hmm. but it's like, you don't have to own all the resources if there's less people to share the resources with. Yeah. Which is some gangster shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some good fella shit. Like fucking Morty from Morty's wigs and shit. Like mm. we're supposed to pay fucking Morty after the heist, but De Niro was like, fuck that. And Joe Pesci stuck an ice pick in his neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. more money for the rest of us. No more Morty. Oh yeah. Oof. Now imagine that for uh 90% of the population to stick an ice pick in everyone's neck. Oh yeah. Cause the, the, the depopulation, it's not, they were like, "Oh, we'll do it by um, telling people have less kids." They're like, no, if you want to, if you want to get, if you want to cut down the population by ninety percent, it's got to be through th- something very drastic. Also, like, it's people, people are already decentivized to have kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's easy. People are so manipulative. Like, I'm saying, people stop watching TV. It's, like, if you go to YouTube, just 
actually the best thing you can do is pay for YouTube mm-hmm. so that you don't just get fed whatever they put on your page. Like you can eventually just curate my, my YouTube page is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. all fucking, it's all like barbecue, alcohol, yeah, gun shit and fucking, you know, uh, old and, episodes until all of those Tales are from the taken dark down. Side. Yeah. And like bootlegged movies and shit. Like I don't see any, all these people who are like YouTube stars. I don't even know who they are. They don't even appear in my fucking feed ever mm. and never, ever comes up. So in contrast to these Nordic aliens is the reticulums, the J rods, like the grays, the, the, the ones, the big eyes and the fucking big heads. So the way he describes these things, one is friendly to humanity and wishes to assist in coming up, uh, up with solutions for the forthcoming uh, ELE. The other one is unfriendly and they're like manipulative and they, they, they just <laughs> so it kind of sounds like they're the same ones, but one is lying to you and one is like trying, trying to fucking sure. Try, yeah. The enemy um, of my enemy is my friend, so yeah. we have to be friends with the Greys. Yeah, so they're un- they're unfriendly, seeking to take whatever advantage it can be, performing widespread abductions and genetic engineering with human populations. And that's a thing with, uh, I mean, I mean, not to just shamelessly plug my shit, but I did two episodes of Skeleton Factory on uh, V, the original miniseries, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what the aliens in V do. They're reptilians who come to Earth. Mm-hmm. And then we make peace with them. Yeah. And then they take over the media and they start cross breeding in secret with human beings in experiments. And they basically take over the government and start putting people in fucking camps. Yeah. And then cryogenically putting them in like suspension and then storing them in their fucking ship so they could be used for food later. Yeah, that's. But not all of those fucking reptilians are bad. Some of them are not with this take over the world scenario, and some of them actually try to aid some of the uh, kind of rebel humans. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people, if you're into reptilians, if you're into aliens, you need to watch V, the original miniseries, because I'm pretty sure David Icke got the idea for fucking reptilians from fucking V. Because yeah. V did come out years before David Icke ever got it. He even mentioned reptilians. This is this kind of reminds me of. Uh, you ever heard of Rex eighty four? Rex eighty four is like they they a have band. Is is, <laughs> is that like an industrial band? It's it's like a it's some kind of like readiness uh, program where they where they have all these like camps where they're going to start putting people in them. They and they've been building them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's it's like an episode that I, I got help with when one of the listeners I was talking to him about it. Um, but they're like they're they're FEMA camps and they're all over the country. Yeah, and uh, um, they're able to fit like thousands of people. Is that the one with like the plastic coffins everywhere? I I think so. I I I've, I might do. I know Alex that might Jones be next week's a, episode. He had a, he had some videos of like FEMA camps being built, and there was all these sort of like plastic kind of coffins and stacks. I remember that stacks. when there was like a, it was a big deal back in like tw- 2012 that um, there was like, they're planning this, this big event like the year before 2012 was wild. Cause there was some, that, that might be the golden era of conspiracy theories in uh, 2011. Oh yeah. Like right before 2012. Cause everyone thought the role was going to end in 2012. Even like this, this theory that the, with, Dan Burish, he thought 
that the 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 ELE was going to happen in 2012, which it never did. It mm-hmm. might have. What if what if like the we're living in a separate like timeline? Maybe we keep going back in time and things just keep changing. Sometimes I think that because like every time I see that the Rolling Stones are still playing, yeah, I'm like. Are those guys like a thousand years old? Like it's close. Th- to those it. dudes were famous in, in the sixties. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. a long time ago. That's a really long time. That <laughs> it was sixty more. Yeah, oh, sixty years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Like that's crazy. So, so these these extraterrestrial factions are presumably presumably interacting with humanity and the controllers of extraterrestrial information. MJ-12 is in ways which reflect different agendas. So they had different agendas and priorities. So th- this is just him explaining what these things are or were, whatever. But, I mean, who knows if Burish is crazy or he knows some of the scariest information possible. People close to him claim that the government picks him up, takes him to a facility, and they scramble his brain. Uh, so an article at Rents Bill, uh, at Rents, which is like some kind of publication, Bill Hamilton presents an introduction to Burish by B.J. Wolf, which contains this quote: "Towards uh, toward the end of 1998, Dan disappeared. His residence was abandoned overnight, and nobody seemed to know where he had been taken. He turned up halfway across the country with with most of his memories concerning his association with me and our work." on an eagles disobey altered or erase. I guess eagles disobeyed is like some some kind of publication, mm-hmm. which is pretty corny. <sighs> I tried my best to remind him of his past, but he did not believe me until I showed him a copy of the book and photographs of himself sitting on my couch playing with the dogs. He returned to his new location. His memories started to break through the conditioning to such. To such an extent that Dan fled and was eventually recaptured and whisked off to a military base for reconditioning when they realized that they couldn't keep up with, with without damaging his ability to think and, and function. Uh, remember, they wanted him to continue to work for them in his capacity as a team leader in microbiologist, which is weird. <laughs> they, they decided to rewind his memory and return him to Las Vegas under the careful observation of his spouse who relays, relays all communications up to the pipeline and signs much of her correspondence with her title designated uh, P-S-I-O-P-S-E-C. Psy-op-sec, I guess? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So this guy that was following him around and, and getting all these interviews was like, he he claims he saw all of this him looking like his brain was scrambled. I just think he was just a crazy person. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, high levels of paranoia is you know, uh, you know, maybe we're talking schizophrenia. That sounds like schizophrenia. It sounds like schizophrenia because there's there's different types of paranoia with uh, schizophrenia. There's uh, there's government trying to get you. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's sort of like religious uh, schizophrenia, yeah, where you know you think fucking devils are trying to fucking kill you and shit like that. There's different types of schizophrenia, yeah. It's and that kind of sounds like schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent does. Well, yeah, that's that's where we'll we'll end that ep- the episode because yeah, so fun one. Told you it's a little crazy, but 
I don't know. Um, hit me up in the the DMs. Tell me, tell me what you think of of Dan Burish because I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm I'm dumb, and I'm maybe I should be believing this, but I'm. It's it's just like one of those things where you, it's impossible to prove because yeah. it's just him and no one else. Unless someone else comes out and like, we need some kind of corroborating evidence. So at this point, it's just this guy like saying like, "Oh yeah, this alien." went to my brain and told me about a mass extinction like event which who knows that that could happen like i mean it can totally happen like I, but i i think the the mass extinction uh events it's gonna be uh, a meteor that hits us and just wipes off everyone but like i mean apparently nasa sent uh sent something like a some kind of rocket in, in, did you see this where they yeah. where it collided with with a meteor and it was I guess it was able to like, it's like break Armageddon. it up exactly it's exactly like Armageddon I don't know if they blew it up or they just crashed into it they want to see if they want to change its trajectory it's not, it's not anywhere close to hitting to Earth they just want to see if they can do it yeah which is which I've been saying if if they have that capability to do that and do it like that that has to be like. That has to be like number one priority, like for Space Force. It's mm-hmm. supposed to. I, I would think they they have they would form this this military this new Space Force to stop meteors coming at us. Like we're not we're not like fighting alien aliens. I guess it would have to be to stop meteors. That that's that's the existential uh, fight right there. <laughs> Is well, to stop meteors from from destroying the planet, which also other countries putting shit in space, yeah, to use against us or try to uh, destroy or fuck with our satellites, which there are more than a few up there. Yeah, there's a lot up there. Yeah, thousands of them. Also, like anyone could just have a space program. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so if someone else, I mean, someone, there's probably some crazy motherfucker. Some other country who's building rockets that we just don't even hear about them because mm-hmm. he don't fucking flex like you know the motherfuckers in the United States. Yeah, but it's like he might be like, you better not launch your fucking I got Jeff some Bezos sh- rockets anywhere near my country. Like I'll fucking blow your shit out of the sky with my rockets. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like we don't. I, know. I would just yeah. If, if I, Elon Musk and fucking Jeff Bezos just never mentioned they had a fucking space program, we wouldn't know. No, how would you know? No, you wouldn't. Fucking know. Richard Branson has a space program, but he never talks about it. But he has one. Yeah, it, he has ships that go to space right now, and we never talk about it because right. he never mentions it. Yeah, you you don't really hear about him anymore. Used to, I mean, you used to hear about him more. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. Is but, is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's, he's still, still alive. banging kids. He's a pedophile. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, and yeah, because in space, no one can hear your kids scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So hit hit me up in in the DMs on Instagram or Twitter, or whatever, wherever you follow follow the show. Let me know what you think. But yeah, uh, but before we begin this episode, we gotta give a shout out to our Patreon guys. We we, we got a few we got a few new new members. Yeah, um, but let's let's start with the OGs like Max. Uh, he's he's I mean he's been in for since uh, June twenty fifth, so good for him. Um, in our three dollar Gulag gang, we got Woodsman nineteen seventy five, of course, 
one of the OGs also. Uh, Vincent Mack, new new member, just joined uh, a couple weeks, about a week ago. Welcome aboard, Vincent. Yeah, we got Thomas. Vincent Mack, like Vincent, Vince McMahon? Yeah. Tight. Dude. Uh, Olin Miller, uh, Mike M, Mike Michael Terpstra. All the mics. Yeah, we got got to get the mics out of the way. Oh, what happened here? Why did my went all the way to the top? Stupid fucking Max. Uh, we got Jason Flores, also a new member. Uh, he 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 joined what? Uh, yesterday. Uh, David Osbernson, uh, Bo Mater, who who signed up a few days ago. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Adam Rumpf, who's been on, he's, he's, he rejoined. I, th- I think he, like, he, he left and then he came back. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Uh, we got Mike Hunt <laughs> in the $10 uh, Wrestle Elmnesio tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Kaler, Wanathan, uh, of course, our boy. Uh, John E. Smith, Jeff Newquit, our boy. Yeah. David Jones, David Klein. Big Dave. Yeah. Big Dave and Big Dave. Do, uh, fake Dakota Robbins. Fake Dakota. Uh, ben Garcia. Big Ben. And in uh, and, and our $20 mega group, we got Patrick uh, Franzenberg. Big Pat. Matt Spears. Matt Royston. Lucas R. And Itamashi Chan. One of the originals. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, what's going on, Skeleton Factory? What's going on with you guys, or you? Yes, you. <laughs> my, my giant writing staff at Skeleton Factory. Yeah. Uh, currently, we um, on episode forty-five. We have um, movies about uh, bad teenage girls being bad and um, being rebellious. Uh, there's three films I talk about that are fantastic. One is called Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. And that's about a girl punk band that fucks over everybody that they uh, they know in order to make it to the top. There's one called Smithereens about this aspiring groupie in uh, early 80s uh, New York City who kind of uh, just becomes a failure. But it's a, it's a cautionary tale. And then um, last but not least, there's the Dennis Hopper directed film Out of the Blue, which is fucking crazy. And it's wonderful. And that's on Skeleton Factory. On all major, not all major podcasting. Just just look it up. You'll find it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty it, easy to find. And uh, I'm on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm also on Instagram at SF podcast ATX. And you can support Skeleton Factory at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. That would be much appreciated. And the entire show is based around cult films. So films that maybe you haven't heard of, but I highly recommend and they're all fucking great. Yeah. Go there. Yeah. Check them out. Like really, really good stuff. We, uh, you can follow us at con underscore man underscore podcast on Instagram. And then, uh, at common podcast one on Twitter. Uh, our video stuff is all it's on rumble odyssey, uh, eventually YouTube until they kick us off. We're, we're, we're hanging, we're hanging out on YouTube. We got up to like 600 subscribers and then, now they're gonna take us down. Whatever. Yeah, we got our them. we got our nuts out, laying inside the drawer, and YouTube just waiting to fucking slam the door shut. Oh yeah, and then I, I then last week we talked about the Club of Rome, how how they gave black people and and gay people AIDS. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll see how long that one. Whenever we do, whenever we are able to go back on YouTube, yeah, 
if they're going to take that one down, which they probably will. I just have to create an alt account. I have an alt account, but I haven't put it. I haven't pushed people to that uh, page yet. But yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's all we got today. Let's let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's have a Lone Star light. Boom, Lone Star baby. Not See. a sponsor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See you guys next week.